Good evening, word nerds, and welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Today, we have another guest reader, except it's not another guest reader. It's the same guest reader as yesterday. It's Chris, reading the second quarter of page 41. Uh, You will hear his voice one more time uh, in this uh, short set of guest readers, Uh, but he was very excited to do this, uh, so we will probably have him back in the future. All right, Chris, take it away. Hello, word nerds. I've been cautioned that I'm not to say good evening on this one, because, of course, it might not be evening where you're listening (laughs) on a podcast at any time of the day. Hello, it's Chris again from the UK. And I hope there's a lot of chemistry fans out there for this episode, um, because we're (laughs) we're hitting the ammonium pretty hard. Uh, So, this time, uh, we're, we're straight in with the first of two versions of the word ammonite. Ammonite, yep, that's right. This is the common noun version of it, uh, from New Latin. Uh, literally, uh, a, uh, a version of cornu ammonis, the horn of Ammon, 1758 this comes from. Any of a subclass, ammonidae, of extinct cephalopods, especially abundant in the Mesozoic age that had flat spiral shells with the interior divided by septa into chambers. Ammonitic, ammonitic. Those are the adjectival versions for those of you who, <laughs> those of you who love your extinct cephalopods. See, I trailed this by saying this was a great one for the chemists, but really we've gone into biology um, straight away. However, for those of you who love your Bible studies, we also have Ammonite in its proper noun version, with a capital A, A A-M-M-O-N-I-T-E, Ammonite. Um, From the Hebrew Ammon, the son of Lot, uh, descendant of Ammon. That's useful. Uh, This usage comes from 1530, a member of a Semitic people who, in Old Testament times, lived east of the Jordan between the Jabbok and the Arnon. Um, and we also have, with the noun form, the nominal form Ammonite, we have the identical adjectival form Ammonite. There you go. Should you need, <laughs> should you need to use a variety of uh, Ammonite words, word nerds, you've got a, a cornucopia of them. Oh, like cornuamonis, the horn of Ammon, the shape of that... Uh, Mesozoic cephalopod we were talking about just now. <laughs> I remember those times. Right, next up, we have the word ammonium. And stand by, because there's got to be a lot of this. This is a noun um, from New Latin via French, ammonia, 1808. An ion, NH4+, plus, derived from ammonia by a combination with a hydrogen ion and known in compounds as salts that resemble in properties the compounds of the alkali metals. I got nothing. Next one, ammonia carbonate. Uh, This is another noun. It comes from around 1829. And ammonium carbonate, unsurprisingly, is a carbonate of of ammonium, Uh, specifically the commercial mixture of the bicarbonate and carbamate used especially in smelling salts. For all you uh, fainting heroines out there. 
Next up, we have ammonium chloride. Guess where we're going with this? It's 1869, a white crystalline volatile salt, NH4Cl, that is used in dry cells and as an expectorant, called also sal ammoniac. Our next word is ammonium cyanate. This one is another noun. It comes from around 1881. They loved their ammonium experiments in the late 1800s. It's important that this is remembered. And ammonium cyanate is an inorganic white crystalline salt, NH4CNO, that can be converted into organic urea. I'm sure that smells vile. Uh, next word, word nerds, is ammonium hydroxide. Firm family favourite in 1899. This noun is a weakly basic compound, NH4OH, that is formed when ammonia dissolves in water and it exists only in solution. Next word, ammonium nitrate, 1869. This noun is a colourless crystalline salt, NH4NO3, used in explosives and fertilisers and in veterinary medicine. So if you want to either heal poorly animals or blow people up with a nail bomb, this is the choice for you. Next word, ammonium phosphate. It's a noun. It's from the 1880s. It says here 1880, sorry. A phosphate of ammonium, especially diammonium phosphate. That tells us lots. Next up. Ammonium sulfate, 1869, a colourless crystalline salt, NH42SO4, used chiefly as a fertiliser. Our next word, word nerds, is aminoid. This one's from 1884, and it is synonymous with ammonite. Um, so even though it's got the oid ending there, it's a noun. And it's, uh, yeah, it's another, it's another way of saying Mesozoic ammonite. Ammunition, this is a noun. Uh, obscure French ammunition. From Middle French, altar of, uh, an alternative of munition. It's been extended from the core word munition in Middle French. So around 1607, this one is first recorded by the look of it, in its first meaning, the projectiles, so this is meaning 1A, sorry, the projectiles with their fuses, propelling charges or primers are fired from guns. 1B, cartridges, similar to the above. 1C, explosive military items, brackets, as grenades or bombs. Second meaning, and here we go into the metaphorical or figurative interpretation, material for use in attacking or defending a position. Uh, example, ammunition for the defence lawyers. That's splendid, ammunition for the defence lawyers. Next one is an abbreviation, and it's AMN, capital A, lowercase m, lowercase n, and it's the abbreviation for airman. Try pronouncing that when you're drunk. Next word is Amnesia. It's New Latin from Greek amnesia, forgetfulness. Alternative or for amnestia. Now this word came in around 1618. It's first recorded. Uh, its first meaning is a loss of memory due usually to brain injury, shock, fatigue, repression or illness. Second meaning is a gap in one's memory. The third meaning is the selective overlooking or ignoring of events or acts that are not favourable or useful to one's purposes or position. So again, that sort of extended metaphorical meaning. And we have, of course, um, amnesiac in its adjectival or nominal form, 
or, or amnesic um, to describe or label someone or something who is in that state. Our next word is amnesty, plural amnesties, I-E-S, uh, from Greek for forgetfulness, uh, via a bunch of French words uh, meaning to remember. And this one stems from 1580, the act of an authority, as in a government, uh, by which pardon is granted to, the, to a large group of individuals. Amnesty. Uh, and one can also use it as a transitive verb. Next word we have is amnio. This is a noun, forming its plural amnios. This comes from 1983, and it links to everyone's favourite amniocentesis. And guess where we're going now, word nerds? That's right, amniocentesis. It's a noun. Plurals are amniocentesis. It comes from, via, via French and New Latin, amnion plus centesis puncture, and so on and so forth, from the Greek word to prick. Um, this comes from 1957, the surgical insertion of a hollow needle through the abdominal wall and into the uterus to obtain amniotic fluid, especially for the determination of fetal sex or chromosomal abnormality. Amniocentesis. Our last word for this episode, and thank you for your patience, is amnion. The plural being formed with either amnions or amnia. Uh, from, ooh, this is interesting, from the French, uh, New Latin, French, Greek, call. Uh, from amnos, lamb. Oh, like the call. Like being born in a call. Oh, that's fascinating. Our second born was born in a call. Um, so this meaning one, a thin membrane forming a closed sac about the embryos or fetuses of reptiles, birds and mammals and containing the amniotic fluid. The second meaning is a membrane analogous to the amnion and occurring in various invertebrates. And we have the adjectival form here, amniotic. And at this point, I leave you. Thank you for listening if you have been. Bye bye, word nerds. Thank you so much for that. Lovely reading again, and uh, yeah, let's move on to the next one. Thank you very much.